Hello, photography lovers! You are listening to the Fashion Photography Podcast, and my name is Virginia Yanchima, your usual host. Today I'm here with a guest because it's Wednesday, and this time my name's guest is Gerhard. He's gonna tell us how agencies changed his work, and he's also gonna give us an answer to one of my most favorite questions What is the hobby of a professional photographer? We're talking about a few magazines with some numbers in their titles. And Gerhard is also going to share a little bit behind the scenes from several of his amazing projects. Stay with us if you want to hear more. Hello, my name is Gerhard Mercida. I'm born in Austria, in Linz, and I'm working as a photographer since 30 years. And where are you based right now? I'm based in Zurich, Vienna and Bangkok. Oh, so you're quite out there. Yes. <laughs> do you do this only by yourself or maybe you have an, an agency or two? Well, I do have an agency for, for ages actually, but I started by myself and the agency came to me and since we're together since 30 years. So you wasn't looking for them. They found you. They found me, yes. Oh, <laughs> That's a big compliment for your work. Tell me about this process. What happened? And did you ever had any ideas of looking for an agency or it just came into your life? Well, I started like very early. So agencies wasn't that common at that time. So every photographer working by himself and, you know, trying to do the best. But I got published several times and then the agencies came knocking on my door. Mm-hmm. Did you have any issues about that in the beginning? Because, you know, these people are looking for you and you don't know them probably. What went through your mind back then? If well, you remember, because it was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was a while ago, yes. No, it was like a well-known agency at that time and they worked with really renowned clients. So I said, yes, of course. Perfect. You've been working by yourself and also with an agency. What are the pros and cons about it? Well, it's a big difference. Before I had to organize all my shoots myself. I had to do the castings, looking for locations, uh, giving estimates to clients. And Mm -hmm. then suddenly it changed. They do everything for you and then they do the casting and I just overlook it and say, okay, I have my preferences and they do all the money thing because I'm just creative. I don't want to deal with like numbers Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) they definitely made your life easier absolutely what's the other thing that made your life easier during the years what's the thing that you would change now if you had the ability to do it if you can go back and just change something is there something you would well the big thing was going digital Mm -hmm. before I spent every night in the dark room and then my assistants too. You had to shoot and then you process the films and then mm-hmm. you made the contact sheets and next day you see the client again. And when you work abroad, you have to stay another two nights to, you know, to see the contacts and then see the client and then you choose the pictures, do the editing. Now you see them on your laptop or on the computer immediately. It's a good thing and a bad thing. Mm-hmm, definitely. So how did you decide to travel? Well, I think it's in my genes. <laughs> <laughs> I always like movies like Indiana Jones and going to jungle and really exotic places. And the dream came through. Oh, so you're an adventurous person. Yes, I am. <laughs> what else do you do apart from photography that's making you adventurous? I'm an art collector. Oh, collecting tribal art and you know antiques from like asia and africa Amazing. and pre-columbia and i was really i was so into it that i started an art magazine together with a museum and i was the editor-in-chief for nine years how it's called 
was called A4, like for the four continents besides Europe, mm -hmm. America, Asia, Australia, and Africa. Oh my God, that's so amazing, hobby. And you know what? Most of the time people are like, oh, my hobby is photography. But when you're a professional photographer, it's not your hobby. So you need something else. That's true. Yeah, and yours is so amazing. Very interesting. Do you pick this stuff by yourself? Yeah, well, you have to go to a process. You don't know what's going on. You have to visit mm -hmm. museums. And I traveled to cities, really interesting museums. So and then I talked to these people from the museum. And then when I had uh, the magazine started, I had access going yeah. backstage to the big museums, you know, touching the big objects of art and going to art fairs. It's a it's an interesting thing. But photography was also part of it because most of the really icons and like really nice pieces, they don't have nice pictures. Mm -hmm. So I went to museums and took the pictures by myself. And, oh my God. And then I even like chose objects from the magazine there, from the archive and published on a cover. And then they so oh, that's a really nice piece. So they put it back on the museum, on display. Mm-hmm. So, so it cool. was like a nice interactive process. Have you ever thought of implementing those interesting stuff into your fashion photography work? Well, when I was very young, <laughs> I did some nude photography with African masks. Mm -hmm. But this was the very beginning and the masks were not good at that time. But I think it's now. You have the contacts now. You have all these beautiful photographs behind your back. I think you definitely have everything you need for this. I wanted to ask you about one of your projects, not just one, honestly. <laughs> There are more than one, but let's just start with the one called Glow on your website. Can you first share with us what's your website? My website is my last name, Mercedes.com. Mm -hmm. Very easy, yeah. Perfect. And you guys can check it out in the show notes as usual. Tell me about the project called Glow on your website. How did it start? What was the big challenge about it? Yes, it was for 74 magazine. It's a German-based magazine. Mm -hmm. It's specialized for hair and makeup. Uh -huh. Publisher came to me, oh, let's do something a little futuristic with like neon and stuff and say, okay, let's do it. So we went to the shop and bought some neon bulbs, laser swords, like mm -hmm. called a stylist and said, can you pick some nice clothes who would fit in this starship thing, but feel futuristic. And also we use tools for the hairdressers. Uh -huh. Everything you see are tools. You always have the girl and on the other side you have still lives, what I also did, from tools for the hair, blow dryer or like, yeah. you know, straighten your hair and this is a specific company they use like led so it's kind of futuristic perfect for your idea so we try to match the futuristic style of the you know of these tools with the girls mm -hmm. and what was the biggest challenge about it it wasn't a big challenge oh really no it was quite <laughs> Okay. I mean, neon gives you this blue color anyway, and I only use permanent light, like from the neon bulbs. Mm -hmm. I use like one beauty dish with the grids. You don't mess with the surrounding. And then you expose a bit longer, like 15th of a second, and that's it. So there was no big challenge about it. So tell me, what was the biggest challenge as a project you've ever made? The biggest challenge is mostly when you're outdoors and the weather is not doing what you want. Because <laughs> you cannot control it. You cannot control it. <laughs> 
all that. <laughs> At least not for now. <laughs> Sometimes it's like a perfect day. Everything works together with the stylist, the makeup, the model. And sometimes it's not working. You know, the model looks totally different or she gained, I don't know, seven kilos from the website, got the wrong clothes or the DHL is not delivering to the right clothes from the showrooms in Paris. Or there's always challenges. So if you do haute couture in Paris, you have to wait, you get time gap. And then, you know, the messenger's coming in. Okay, you have 30 minutes for each outfit, but sometimes they're late. Mm -hmm. And then you have only 20 minutes, you know, <laughs> and then the big photographers have to get the clothes first, but you work in pinup studios, there are eight studios and there's the next studio next door and, and they're waiting for the clothes. Mm -hmm. And you have this guy sitting like, you know, oh, what, what, come, come, come. <laughs> and then it's really stressful. Yeah. Things you cannot control. This is like the most challenge. You have another project for the same magazine and it's also about hair and the most amazing thing about it is that every model on this photo shoot is, is facing the camera with her back and we can see the hair mostly from the back which is really interesting because usually it's the other way around. You mean the red muse? Yeah. Yes. What's your process of working with the hairstylist? Because in projects like this it's definitely important to have some sort of synergy between the two of you. Absolutely. We are very close friends and I don't know, 20 years. Mm -hmm. His name is Oliver Shilagi. He also is the editor of the magazine. Mm -hmm. He was the personal hair and makeup artist from Donatella Versace for four years. Amazing. So he, he's a magician. He just like... <laughs> He touches the hair and it's there. You're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big difference when you work with a really great team. Is it different when you work with a friend of yours? Of course, because we don't have to talk a lot. <laughs> and he's working and sometimes he calls me like, oh, please come. What do you think? Nah, too cheesy. Okay, let's change it. <laughs> <laughs> but he also is challenging me, you know. I do the pictures. So you can do better. Oh, and, uh, and that's then, real yeah. friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Elevating each other. I think that's Absolutely. very important in every team, not just when you're friends. Sometimes it happens with people that you barely know, but you're just sort of clicking. Yep. I really love the way you use lights and reflections, especially in this project called Metallica. It's also for the same magazine. Obviously, I'm a fan of the magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because we don't have any other boss, you know, we like, mm -hmm. we work, we do what we want and it's just Yeah, happening. I think it's kind of obvious that it's your work. It's exactly what you wanted. Because yeah, definitely when you work with a person who is a little bit bossy and they have their own borders, it's kind of hard for the artist to show their full capability. On the other hand, it's also when you have too much freedom, mm -hmm. you have to control yourself that you don't go over the top and it's becoming odd. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. In this project, Metallica, you have many reflections. How did you handle them? This guy just came up with balloons and it's like was like the, <laughs> it was like I think the tense magazine. So he wanted to shoot a cover with like a ten. Mm -hmm. So he you know, he brought up all these balloons and then we started and then we had this silver painted background in the studio. Mm -hmm. But actually yeah, easy. <laughs> I love it. It seems like everything is so easy. And it is once you handle your craft. Yes. Well, on the reflections, you need a lot of white mm -hmm. to bounce the light. For me, setting light is very easy. I can set up light in three minutes to five minutes and that's it. And I can change the whole thing in another five minutes. Because I used to do, I work for Swarovski for over 10 years, the jewelry. Mm -hmm. And it's really, it has to sparkle, 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 you know. And they always, <laughs> and it was analog at that time. And, you know, you used Polaroids and the Polaroids are not so brilliant. Mm -hmm. Is it sparkling? I said, yes, it is sparkling. Don't <laughs> worry. Don't worry. 
in the film it will sparkle. So I learned how to work with reflections and sparkle things and matte. Because if you do it too shiny, it's boring. It's like if there's no shadow in the face, it's getting really cheesy very fast. Now you know about his projects and some insights from his work, but you have no idea how he started. And that's why next time we'll reveal this information to you. Thank you so much for being with me today. And please don't forget to leave us an honest review on iTunes, because this is really, really, really going to help our podcast. Thank you so much again. And I'll see you on Friday when we'll continue with the topic, what to ask your clients. They're also going to be a little present for you, so don't miss out on the Friday show. <laughs>